0: Our feature, OK, I Want to Know, is a chance for you to get an odd little question answered or go deeper into a topic. This week, we look into the placement of historical Civil War markers in the area. Andrew from Madisonville says he's noticed signs for the John Hunt Morgan Heritage Trail. He says they're relatively new, and he's wondering who thought it was a good idea to put up markers commemorating a Confederate general's attack on the Union. John Hunt Morgan led troops behind Union lines on horseback to disrupt communications and supply lines. In his book, Cincinnati and the Civil War, David Mowry wrote about the biggest raid, which started near Corydon, Indiana.
1: He entered Ohio at Harrison, Ohio, on July 13th, 1863, and came around Hamilton County, essentially following the route of modern-day I-275, and then exiting through Clement County near Miamiville. And from there, he continued east toward the southeast corner of Ohio.
0: Mowry says the goal of that raid was to draw Union forces away from a planned invasion of eastern Tennessee. He says Morgan was successful in that, but he also helped create a whole new kind of warfare.
1: He understood the value of cavalry. He realized that leading cavalry units was something that he could take to the next level by turning them into what we call today Special Operations Command, which we pretty much fight most of our wars today with special operations. But in the Civil War, there was no such thing as special operations.
0: The markers for the Morgan Trail went up 150 years after the raid, around 2013. Mowry was a member of the group that pushed for them. He says historians, Civil War enthusiasts, and others wanted to see the route memorialized. He says people had been trying for more than 100 years.
1: But because of either funding problems or because of the tensions still between ex-Confederate soldiers and Union soldiers, particularly the governments of Indiana, Ohio, did not want to see the route marked.
0: Mowry says after 20 years of collaboration, the Ohio Civil War Trail Commission put up the signs pointing out the route Morgan's men took and installed a number of interpretive markers. He says there are some in Kentucky, a couple dozen in Indiana, and 56 in Ohio.
1: We're not moralizing one side or the other. We're memorializing both. So we have to keep in mind it's also remembering the Union soldiers that were part of this, not just the Confederate soldiers. We're also remembering the civilians, those who were affected by the raid.
0: Mowry says the trail includes a stop in Deer Park at the home of the Skank family. As they did all along the route, Morgan and his troops came to the farmstead and demanded food and fresh horses. Mallory says this time they were met by a woman wearing a nurse's uniform, and she told them,
1: And I'll bring you food as long as I can bring it to you outside, because I have a sick child in the parlor who has smallpox. And the soldiers looked around, they saw white sheets over the windows on the door. And back in Victorian era, white sheets on the windows and doors meant quarantine, keep out. So they believed her.
0: Inside the house, though, behind the sheets, were two prize stallions and John Henry and Clara Jane Thompson and their two children. The Thompsons had escaped slavery in Kentucky and were hiding at the Skanks. Morgan's forces left none the wiser after about 40 minutes. Lester Horwitz learned his home in Loveland had also been raided. His research turned into a book in 1999 The Longest Raid of the Civil War. Horwitz says it's a story not many people know much about. I don't think that the Morgan Trail honors the Raiders. I think it's the people along the the trail, and that's a big area because these people, their lives are jeopardized. In many cases, people lost their lives, lost property, and these are things that should not be forgotten. Horwitz says people still stop at his house to see a piece of history. Morgan's raid ended with the Battle of Buffington Island on the Ohio River, southeast of Athens. Morgan escaped the Union trap, but was later captured near West Point, Ohio, only to escape from prison and make his way back to Tennessee. He was killed there in action just over a year later. If you have a question without an easy answer, ask know at wvxu.org. Bill Reinhart, 91.7, WVXU.